Welcome to ServiceNow Tech Bytes, bringing you an inside look at our products. I'm your host, Steve Miller. Today we're going to be talking about Service Owner Workspace with ITSM Product Manager David Thigpen. It's a new application in the New York release that helps service owners monitor and manage their service portfolios. Stay tuned. Well, I'm here in our San Diego studio, and joining us all the way remotely in Idaho is ITSM product manager, David Thigpen. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Steve. I'm glad to be here. So before we get started, maybe you can tell our listeners a little about what you do here at ServiceNow. Well, as you mentioned, uh, I'm a product manager in the ITSM group, and I work on the service portfolio management application, as well as the service owner workspace. This coming January will be my eight-year anniversary with ServiceNow. And I uh, spent a, a lot of that time uh, as part of the professional services group as well. Boy, a long timer. I've got three years here and you've got a lot on me. And how about when you're not at work? What do you like to do? Uh, well, a few hobbies, but I like to ride motorcycles. I don't get to ride them as much as I uh, would like to, but uh, I, I like to ride them. Up there in Idaho, do you got some wide open spaces there? Yeah, but uh, mostly I try to go over into Oregon, believe it or not. All right, well, let's talk about service owner workspace. For folks who are hearing about this for the first time, what's the difference between service portfolio management and service owner workspace? Well, service portfolio management or SPM, uh, I'll use that abbreviation frequently. SPM has had a bit of an uplift of an existing application that's been around in the platform for quite a while. It's been sort of a hidden gem. A lot of folks have uh, known about it. And we're adding some extra capabilities to that application in New York. The service owner workspace, or sometimes I call it the service workspace, is an interface that combines a service's information with a view into platform data related to that service that helps give context to the service itself. All right. So could you give us an overview of the service workspace, what it does? Well, first of all, the service owner workspace is only one of several workspace concepts that exist and are being developed. And other examples include the agent workspace and the vendor manager workspace. But to us, a workspace is uh, a dedicated modern interface designed with a single persona's needs in mind. And of course, uh, underneath it, it's powered by the ServiceNow platform. It uses technology that maybe you've heard of called the Now Design System which gives us a display that's a lot more graphically rich than we can provide using just forms and fields. And how about behind that graphic interface? What does it do? Well, there are widgets that can be combined that pull in information from various uh, sources within the platform and can kind of be put onto a palette that, like I said earlier, has a specific persona's needs to consider it all the time. All right. Well, what makes Service Owner Workspace useful for service owners? What does it do for them? Well, we did quite a bit of research around the service owner themselves, and our research informed us that service owners are usually at pretty high levels of IT management, and they really don't spend a lot of time in service now. In fact, they often can become frustrated with trying to find the information that helps them, uh, I'll say, monitor and, and then make decisions about their services. So we organize the service workspace in a manner that allows the service owner to get a quick overview of the services that they're responsible for. And it not only displays basic data from the service and offering records, but it also pulls in data 
from the performance models that we create and also from the platform. And that gives the, that context to what's being viewed. So the service owner can access their workspace, view only the services that are of interest to them or, uh, or that they have ownership of. They can see any performance indicators that may be read, or they could uh, see if there are metrics that are trending down or changes that they need to know about. And they can address just these specific things if they need to, or otherwise they can go on about their day and tend to their other duties as needed. Okay, so basically it's performance analytics that's selected and displayed specifically for these service owners. Well, we do have uh, quite a bit of performance analytics embedded in our workspace, especially for the metrics and the trending. Uh, So yes, we do take advantage of performance analytics. And what is there in addition to the performance analytics? Well, um, the workspace in New York includes several capabilities. Uh, I use the term performance model. So we have a performance model that keeps the service owner informed on selected offering metrics. And there's the ability to see those trends over different timeframes. And those trends may alert the owner to take action. So this model can vary according to each portfolio that's been defined. And by that, I mean, uh, metrics can be created or deleted by customers and a different mix of metrics can be used for each portfolio. There's uh, an impact stream that shows the service owner what current and upcoming changes are occurring in their environment that they should be aware of or to the infrastructure. There's a way to calculate and display estimated spend for each service offering. There are views into up and downstream service dependencies, insight into how many people are consuming each offering, uh, and so on. There's also a team area that gives the service owner contact information for those other resources, other managers, et cetera, that that help them provide and support their services. Because a lot of times the service owner is uh, not a manager of the resources that, that directly support a service. So we try to give them that contact information. All right. Sounds like pretty robust support. Yeah, we like to think so. Yes. All right. Well, maybe you can tell me, does this product integrate with any other ITSM applications? Well, actually, we take in data from several sources on the platform side to drive our performance models. Usually these are things like CSAT responses, incidents, outages, catalog requests, and so on. We have close integration with vendor management and the vendor manager workspace. These days, IT service portfolios are very often a mix of internally and externally provided services. So we're uh, ensuring that our products reflect that and the needs around that. In fact, the performance of a service offering that we measure uh, and maintain on our side is used as a key component of a vendor's evaluation in the vendor manager workspace if that service offering is being provided by an external vendor. We also show continual improvement initiatives in the workspace that are related to services and offerings so that the service owner can keep up to date on those as well. Well, it sounds like it really takes advantage of uh, being on the platform with all these other features. Frankly, yeah. I mean, that was, as we went into it, we realized the data was there, but it needed to be kind of aggregated in the workspace, ended up being a natural fit for pulling all that data together. And as I've mentioned already a couple of times, it helps to give the service owner enough information in a contextual that they can make the decisions that they need to. 
All right. So how could users uh, get access to SumerZoner Workspace? Yeah, in New York, there's two basic, uh, I'll say, levels of SPM. So for holders of the standard ITSM licenses, there's the ability to define multiple portfolios, their taxonomy structures, and include the services and offerings within those structures. That's now included as of New York. So that's something we added to the -the out-of-the-box SPM capabilities for holders of the standard ITSM license. For customers that upgrade to ITSM Professional, those levels of licensing, we're providing that service owner workspace with the features that I described earlier. And in addition, kind of on the back end, there's full performance analytics that are a part of that. Uh, those support the offering performance models. And then there's the usage of uh, the financial management engine to help with the estimated spend calculations if organizations want to take that approach. Customers that have ITSM Professional already and want to activate and use, especially the workspace, the first step, they would need to contact their account executives and and work through customer support to make sure that all the appropriate plugins get activated and, and, and so forth. Well, let me ask you, are there any tips or tricks that you can share with our users to uh, help them get started? Well, they should be aware that we're moving towards a model where service records are almost like containers of service offerings. We're leveraging the service offering concept in many significant ways. It's the point where performance is defined and measured, where consumption occurs and where spend is calculated. So service offerings are very significant in our model. Organizations that are not using service offerings today needs to start to incorporate them into their data structures in order to get the full benefits of the service owner workspace. Okay. Well, was there anything else you wanted to mention about it? Uh, Yes. The New York updates that we've been talking about of SPM and the service owner workspace evolved from significant user research and input from customers. Uh, But really, this is the first step. Uh, We did a little bit of a limited access release for Madrid, made a few modifications for New York, and now we're at uh, general availability. But this is really uh, what I consider to be our first step in really expanding these capabilities. So we'd love to hear feedback on what else is needed by organizations to better manage their services and offerings, most effectively through their service lifecycle. One thing that comes to mind is Uh, I'm always interested in how do organizations determine when it's time to create a new service or maybe retire a given service? What information do they use to make those decisions? We'd like to have insight into that so we can make sure the tools are supporting those decisions. Okay, good suggestion. And what would be the best way for users to provide that feedback? Um, There's a community space out there, and we will be uh, sort of engaging with that more frequently going forward. But uh, I would say working through the community or their solution consultants, you know, through normal feedback channels. Okay, that sounds good. Well, before we wrap up, maybe you can tell us where users can go for more information on it. Well, I've already mentioned uh, the, the, the SPM community that's out there. Uh, so I, let's, let's let that be our, our primary uh, uh, mechanism. There's also docs uh, that are uh, live now for New York uh, on on the ServiceNow website, which has uh, good explanations of a lot of this functionality. Well, David, thanks very much for joining us. This has been a good uh, eye-opener on Service Owner Workspace. Thank you. Please tell us what you think of this podcast. 
You can leave feedback or ask questions in the ServiceNow community. For more information on any ServiceNow topic, take a look at our product documentation, knowledge base, or Now Support YouTube channel. Thanks for listening.